Welcome back, people of God. Welcome back to another broadcasting of the sons and daughters thriving in the kingdom of God. We thank God tonight for his word as well. Again, we thank God for his favor. We thank God for his blessings. We just thank God tonight. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just thank you tonight that our ears are continuously open unto you. Father, we're wanting to know more and more about you. We're wanting to know your foundation. We're wanting to know your truth. We're wanting to build a life in you and a life in you only. Father, we just thank you for your word. As of last week, a blessing blocker. This week, Father, we're walking in spiritual roadblocks. Father, we just thank you because you desire to deliver us. You desire to set us free. You desire that we walk in your spirit. You desire that we walk in your statue. You desire that we walk in your favor. You desire, oh God, your blessings over us. You've clothed us in your righteousness. You've clothed clothed us in your praise. You've clothed us with your mind. You've clothed us with your desires. You've clothed us with you, Father. And we just thank you for this walk. It's not a fast walk, Father, but you're walking us out and we're literally increasing in faith in you. Father, our mind and our hearts are steadily growing in you that we can begin to maintain no matter what. Even when it's tried by fire, Father, we're still able to walk in your truth because we've allowed this word, we've allowed this the spirit to literally knit and fit us, oh God to knit and fit us into you, oh God, that we're one. And we just thank you, Lord, tonight for that oneness. We thank you tonight that we can always be mindful of the oneness that we have in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Last week, we were dealing with blessing blockers. Like I said, the scripture we came from last week was 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. And it said, and I'm reading from your easy reading version this week. When anyone is in Christ, it is a whole new world. The old things are gone and suddenly is new. All this is from God. Through Christ, God made peace between himself and us. And God gave us the work of bringing people into peace with him. I mean that God was in Christ making peace between the world and himself. In Christ, God did not hold people guilty for their sins. He gave us this. Come on, y'all. He gave us this. He did not hold. Ooh, Jesus, let me read that one again, the 18th verse. All this is from God. Through Christ, God made peace between himself and us, and God gave us the work of bringing people into peace with him. I mean that God was in Christ making peace between the world and himself. In Christ, God did not hold people guilty for their sins. He gave us this message of peace to tell people. He gave us this message of peace to tell people. 
That's 2 Corinthians 5. And I read all the way down to your 19th verse. Come on, when we know the truth, when we know the truth, that when anyone is in Christ, it is a whole new world. And old things are gone. And suddenly, come on now, old things are gone. And suddenly, everything is new. You see, the thing that I love the most is when God does a work in our life, he does a right now work. That's why we got to have faith. Faith is now. He does a right now work, but yet and still through the process of understanding the spirit and walking with God, God is daily. God is daily revealing truth. And as he reveals the truth, come on, we're allowing a, a whole new world to be established in our lives. And we're allowing that old man to die. Because the thing is, the old man will fight. It will fight because it don't want to die. But as God begins to re reveal truth to us, come on, we begin to believe. We begin to walk in his truth. We begin to walk in him. Move, live, have our being. Acts. Come on, that's you know that's prophet. Acts 17, 28 at hotmail.com that's my email because in him we live in him we move in him we have our being last week we dealt with the blessing blockers meaning that we would now that we we got that new creature going on now that we're in christ and all things have become new now we're walking in him but yet and still there's blessing blockers the blessing blockers are things that we don't even realize that is still hindering us from the inside when god has called us a new man but yet it's still that old man is still trying to live and and still try to rule and reign in there you see, that, that's, and it'll literally block the greatness of what God has already said that he would do. Meaning that when I say when God has given us a perfect gift, when God has literally given us the best that he has, these blessing blockers, these things right here will literally get in the way and you won't even realize they're in your way. You won't even realize they're, they're in your way. But come on, we begin to study last week. We know these things. We don't even play the game no more. But this week, we want to talk about spiritual roadblocks. A spiritual roadblock is like a hindrance. It's a, well, yeah, it's a hindrance where maybe we've established through family. We've established before we got saved. We've, these things, things are that been established in us that really need to be delivered. We need to be set free. We need hands laid on. We need to spend time with God and literally get rid of some of this stuff that is on the inside of us that, you know, that's being awakened in us every day to know that something is wrong. There's like a spiritual roadblock going on in my life. There, I should be moving a lot faster or I, I, I should be seeing a lot more of what God is really saying in my life. And for some reason, I'm not getting it. Those are what you call spiritual roadblocks. Those are hindrance. Those are hindrance that get in the way, not willingly or ready, already as elementary as this, not willing or ready, elementary as this sounds, many deliverance are unsuccessful because the people was, was not ready or willing to truly be delivered. They were merely looking for a quick fix for their problem. 
and were not willing to take the necessary steps to receive and maintain their deliverance. So we know in walking in this place now, walking with God, walking in the newness of life, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and I read down to that 19th verse in the easy reading version. We got to literally stand true. We literally got to be faithful and true to ourselves. Where are we at? What are we doing? Come on, we got to check ourselves. That's one thing about it. The enemy desires to sift us as wheat. How is it that he sifts us? Because he ain't in a hurry. Daily, he's literally causing little small little things. He's causing issues that literally you don't even realize you're being broken. You don't even realize you're being broken down. You don't even realize it. Because we're not paying attention to the small things. We're not paying attention to some of the things that we've established that are still operating in our lives that should not be there. But God is wanting to cause deliverance in our lives through the renewing of our minds, through the renewing of our will, through the renewing of our uh, our uh, our souls, through the renewing of our souls. God is wanting us to pay attention to the things that need to be removed because some of these things won't, won't leave until you make them leave. Some of these things won't leave until you know that they're there and that they got to leave. You see, a lot of times we're wanting God to do a work that we have to do because we've literally, we're the ones that have caused the problem. Spiritual roadblocks. And last week, a uh, blessing blocker as well, unforgiveness. Spirit, we're dealing with spiritual roadblocks. Unforgiveness, bitterness is a very popular source of spiritual un, spiritual defilement. We're dealing with Hebrews 12 and 14. If you don't forgive others, God will not forgive you. Matthew 6:15. Unforgiveness puts us in the hands of the tormentors. Matthew 18:23-35, which are demonic spirits. Why would you think that unforgiveness will call uh, spiritual tormentors to begin to, in, to come into your life? Because unforgiveness literally leads to another whole nother place. Literally, a lot of times we don't, we don't forgive because of fear. And then when fear moves in, we got unforgiveness. Then we have bitterness. Then we have anger. Then we have rage. We have a lot of different things that literally spiritually will hold us into a place. Will literally hinder us from moving. Moving and receiving. Even though God got the, got the greatest things that are prepared for you. But because you're stuck. And a lot of these spiritual roadblocks right here. Like I say. It is based upon you. Saying I'm done. It's based upon you saying enough is enough. When we're dealing with unforgiveness, bitterness is a very popular source of spiritual defilement. Bitterness. When you think about bitterness, come on, let's just, just think about it. Let God begin to uh, deal with your heart, begin to deal with your mind. A lot of times we don't even realize we're walking in unforgiveness. 
a lot of times we think we've been on God over stuff, but we ain't got over it. Because every time somebody mentioned that thing, it triggers something in you. And it triggers something in you because God's trying to get something out of you. He's never wanting you to bury your thing, bury a thing. He's wanting you to deal with that thing. Like we say, spiritual roadblocks. God wants you to deal with everything that is literally slowing your ministry down, slowing the blessings of God in your life down. He's wanting you to deal with it. And literally, he's giving you the power. He's giving you the authority. You're never on your own because as we literally put on the armor of God, we're putting on Christ Jesus. And when you're dealing with unforgiveness... It says unforgiveness puts us in the, puts us in the hands of tormentors. Matthew 18:23-35, which are demonic spirits. Who wants to be bothered? Who wants to be continuously bothered by something that the look, what you, what's bothering you ain't bothering that person no more. You're being tormented. That person is going on with their lives. But you're steadily being angry. But the tormentors are there to keep you there. To keep you constantly being reminded over and over and over again. But Christ has come to give you a new mind, a new will that you might see truth. And stop the hands of the enemy from playing games in your life. Stop the hands of the enemy from playing games in your life. Unforgiveness is a spiritual roadblock. Like I say, sometimes we don't even realize it's there. But if we allow our daily walk in prayer, spending time with God, if we allow God just to daily search us out, give him that light. Let him, let him shine a light on you. Let him show you you. And don't fight back. And just say, yes, Lord, whatever it is, Lord, remove it out of my life. I need to be free. I need to be set free. Spiritual roadblocks. Things, hindrance, barriers. Come on now. When you think about spiritual roadblocks. Barriers, hindrance, obstacles, things that get in the way. And then, like I say, sometimes you don't even realize it. Something that the enemy is using to literally sift you. But if we study the word daily, if we stay before God daily, the enemy won't get away with nothing. Our second spiritual roadblock is strongholds. Strongholds are in our incorrect thinking patterns in our minds that we see things through. Many people see themselves as failures. So they feel like failures. Others see God as a cruel and dictating taskmaster, which causes them to feel distant and unloved by their heavenly father. If you have a hard time feeling God's love, you can cast out all. If you have a hard time feeling God's love, you can cast out all the demons in the world. But if you don't see God as a loving God, who loves you, it's going to be very difficult, very difficult to feel and receive him. The Lord has told us many times, without faith, it's impossible. Without faith, it's going to be impossible to please him. 
You got to walk in faith. You got to know that God is fighting for you. You got to know that the Holy Spirit is there fighting on your behalf and literally have won. But you got to believe that the battle is won in your life. Even though the triggers are there, you got to know that the battles are won. In order for you to know you won, you got to literally be able to answer some of the things that the enemy is trying you with and know that they don't bother you no more. Know that you've been set free. So that's why a lot of times these things are still there that are allowed to just touch. For the simple reason you need to know that God has set you free and you've decided to be free. And no longer will these things hinder you. No longer will these things control you. Strongholds. Because a lot of times I think we use strongholds as excuses. Strongholds are incorrect thinking patterns in our minds that we see things through. And I used to always say strongholds were like um, bad habits. Bad habits that we formed all our lives. And because we've done it so long till we don't even realize the wrong in it. It's almost like they were talking about that liar. A person tell a lie so much that they don't even realize they lying. Because that's just something that they do. Now they're stuck in a pattern of just constantly lying for no apparent reason at all. Many people see these, these see themselves as failures, so they feel like failures. Others see God as a cruel and dictating taskmaster, which causes them to feel distant and unloved by their heavenly father. If you have a hard time feeling God's love, you can cast out all the demons in the world. But if you don't see God as a loving God who loves you, it's going to be a very difficult. It's going to be very difficult to feel and receive his love. We have to receive God by faith. Receive the Lord by faith that no longer it becomes a hindrance to you. No longer that it becomes a barrier to you. No longer that these strongholds and these thinking and these emotional sways back and forth. No longer these things become a problem with you growing in God. But you're walking in his freedom. Jesus, you're walking in his freedom, not your freedom. But you're walking in the freedom of God. Come on, when God said, I've given you life, receive that life. Get to know that life. Not just saying that I've given you life and that you think this is the life that God is talking about. No, God is talking about a spiritual life. God is talking about something greater. Something that literally will hold you. Something that literally will sustain you. Something that literally will help you grow in him. It will help you grow. But these are things that we literally ourselves have to voice. I'm done. I'm done. We have another one here. Unconfessed sins. If we confess and repent of our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us. First John 1 and 9. But if we choose rather to keep our sins hidden to ourselves... We cannot expect God to forgiveness. We cannot expect God's forgiveness. There is also power in confessing our faults to one another. Just as James 5.16 tells us, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual prayers of a righteous man availeth much. 
dealing with unconfessed sin. Nobody want to talk about what they've done. But what have you done that the other man has not done? We all have the ability to sin. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have the ability to do no matter what. Because we're born in sin and shaped up in iniquity. So when it comes to confession of sin, it's not a matter of going telling my business. It's more as exposing the enemy in your life. Unconfessed sins. When you confess sins in your life, things in your life, you are exposing the enemy. That's what it's all about. Expose the enemy that is literally causing problems in your life. If we expose the enemy and repent our sin, God is faithful and just to forgive us. First John 1 and 9. But if we choose to let the enemy hide, stay hidden on the inside of us, and keep our sins hidden to ourselves, we cannot expect God to forgive. We're not even wanting to confess. We're wanting to hold these things plus try to walk in God. Mm, when we say a hindrance, when we say a roadblock, when we say a barrier, you can be guaranteed to be stopped. But when we confess our faults one to another, when we expose the enemy, I'm not saying one person and not the other, but when we both expose the enemy in our life and we begin to pray one for another, that we may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Why? Because you stand before each other knowing that literally we've exposed the enemy in our lives. And now we can begin to pray. Now we can be healed. Now we can be delivered because no longer we're trying to find excuses. No longer we doing the Adam and Eve game, point fingers, but we're literally saying, hey, this is me. I did this. I spoke this. I caused this. Even when it comes to um, generational curses, even when it comes to family issues, come on. We can't keep going back what what mama daddy did. We got to get to the point and find out what, we, what, what our part we played. And let's take it down. Take it down. Stop it right there. Don't continue to wonder what your mama did, your daddy did, but take it down right there. Why? Because the enemy has now been exposed. Pull him down. Don't let him continue to play in your lives. So when it comes to unconfessed sin, don't get caught up in that. It ain't down to your business what I do. No, baby, we're exposing the enemy. It's all about exposing the enemy in your life. If you got lust going on in your in your life, you got all kind of crazy things going on in your life. You got all kind of these same roadblocks going on in your life. We need to be free. And until we're willing and ready to confess our faults, we'll never be free. But at the same time, don't tell God what he isn't doing and how he isn't doing. Because you are not willing to allow these things to be broken down and to be cast out and you be delivered. I have one more. Soul ties. Having a soul tie with somebody means your soul is joined with theirs. 1 Corinthians 6, 16. Being joined to another person with an unclean soul tie can allow the transference of spirits bondage between the person it is vital to break 
break of all bad soul ties from unhealthy past relationships so that the enemy cannot use them against you. Soul ties. Now these these things here tonight that we're talking about, they're not some it's not that you use these as an excuse to continue in sin. They're here now expo- being exposed to you, being revealed to you that you might be able to look within yourself through the eyes of Christ and be delivered. Be set free. Find out what it is that God is wanting to replace in your life, which is his life. He's wanting to give you his life in place of this mess. You see, we're hiding stuff. We're making excuses for stuff so that things can stay in our lives, not realizing we're dealing with demonic activity. We're dealing with spiritual forces. Things will work for a while and then all of a sudden it stops. And we're trying to figure out what is going on that is literally causing things to work a little while. I thank God for a little, but all of a sudden things stop. Because there's hidden things going on in our lives and we're not willing to let go. We got spiritual roadblocks going on in our lives, blessing blockers going on in our lives, and we're not willing to let go. We're not willing to come to the the point of saying that I am a new creature. I am new in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Come on, let us get to the point where we're willing to let go. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creature has come. The old has gone. The new is here. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. And I'm going to read it from our easy reading version. When anyone is in Christ, it is a whole new world. The old things are gone. And suddenly, everything is new. You see, I received the newness of Christ. Even though God is literally transforming me daily, I receive it. I receive the right now newness in God. Because that's the only way I'm going to begin to grow. I can't look for these things. I got to know that they're there. I got to know that in the spirit, in the Holy Ghost, in allowing him to rebuild me, to renew me, I know truth is there. And if I let him show me truth, I can be set free every day. You can be set free every day. Don't get stuck in these soul ties, unforgiving sin, strongholds, unforgive. Don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck there. Allow God's newness to come and be willing to be set free. Be willing to walk in Christ. I mean, with all you got, be willing to walk in him. Amen. Be willing to walk in him. Father, we just thank you that you've opened our eyes. You've given us this truth tonight. We just thank you. We thank you if we meditate on your word. If we continue to study your word, Father, we will see truth. The eyes of our hearts will be open. The eyes of our heart will be open unto you, Father. We just thank you. Wow. We always have to remember 1 Peter 5, 1 Peter 5 and 8. Control yourselves, easy reading version. Control yourselves and be careful. 
The devil is the devil is your enemy. And he goes around like a roaring lion looking for someone to attack and eat. Refuse to follow the devil. Stand strong in your faith. Know and stand strong in your faith. You know that your brothers and your sisters all over the world are having the same suffering that you are having. So tonight we pray for our brothers and sisters. We pray their strength, that they're able to endure. Just as God is strengthening us, he will strengthen them. Amen. Amen.